0: This is Libwell Talk on Adult Day Health Centers. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at Uni Point Health St. Luke's Hospital. If you are a caregiver for a loved one with a disability, impairment, or condition that impacts their independence, it may be time to consider an Adult Day Health Center. These centers provide opportunities and assistance to challenged adults as well as a peace of mind for their caregivers. Here to tell us more about Adult Day Health Centers are Joni Thompson and Amber Franzen with Uni Point Health, Abbey Health Aging Services. Both Joni and Amber serve as directors at Abby's Adult Day Health Centers. Welcome.
1: Thank you. It's Welcome. good to be here.
0: Tell us more about what is an adult day health center. I mean, the, uh, even in the opening there, I almost said daycare, you know, uh, like it's a, a nursery or something like that. So tell, tell us about that. What, 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 what is What is it?
1: Adult day health centers are a place for adults to come for the day to be busy and get interaction. Uh, for socialization opportunities, but also to get the quality care that they might need during the day. Uh, perhaps they're not able to be by themselves at home um, and their loved one has errands to run or a job, perhaps. And so the adult day health centers provide that safe, secure environment for people to attend.
0: So it necessarily isn't uh where you have to be there every day, all day, there could be, you could go there for a couple hours while your spouse ran errands or your caregiver,
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have several clients that come every day of the week, some clients that come one or two days of the week, and then we also have an option um, for participants to come as needed. So if they would just want to come once a month um, or when the caregiver has a doctor's appointment, that's perfectly okay.
0: I mean, my first uh, response here is that this is keeping people in their home with their loved ones rather than going to an extended care facility. Mm I mean, am I reading this right?
1: Absolutely, yes, and that's our goal—to keep people in the community, in their homes, living as long as possible, because that's where people want to be.
0: And do you, do you see the service line increasing? I mean, since you, you, you before we started the podcast, you said you've been there seventeen years. Uh, has this been something that's gaining momentum?
1: Absolutely. Um, we used to only have the one center in the Cedar Rapids area, and now we have three centers. Uh, within two counties, uh, we have milestones in Cedar Rapids, milestones in Marion, and pathways in Iowa City. And we we now serve anywhere from fifty five to sixty people a day at both the Cedar Rapids and milestone centers, um, and just a little lower than that at the pathways in Iowa City. So it's absolutely growing. The need is is great out there.
0: Is there an option for to be evaluated for like? medical conditions? Are there there nurses present?
2: Yes, we do have um, nurses on staff at all of the facilities um, that are able to kind of look at whatever medical conditions somebody has to pass medications, do G2 feedings, and assist with other nursing services um, that are provided there.
0: And perhaps flu shots uh, if needed? I mean, is that something we can arrange?
1: We have done uh, flu shot clinics before as well at all the
2: centers, yes.
0: What's the longest uh, that you've had someone coming into this?
2: Oh, goodness. I think I've had clients that have been enrolled for about 10 years um, into the center. Um, So yeah, we've had some clients that started coming just because they were lonely and needed some socialization, um, didn't really have transportation or the cognitive ability to use transportation um, from the city. So they started coming um, and have just been attending through the years. Um, And as their health has declined, we've been able to continue to provide services to them.
0: That is fantastic. What would I expect if... Because I think my wife would really like to drop me off sometimes uh, and not have to supervise me. What would I expect after she dropped me off? Take me through a day at the center.
1: Well, typically people arrive anywhere from 8 o'clock through 10 o'clock in the morning. And they have breakfast with us. We make our breakfast there at the center so they have nice quality meals. Um, after breakfast we typically do some exercises, group exercises, some sharing activities so they still know what's going on in the news and the world. Um, and then we do some fun activities to try and keep their minds and their bodies very active. Cause as we all know, if we don't utilize those things, we tend to lose those capabilities. Yeah. Uh we provide lots of different programs throughout the day, such as music therapy, pet therapy. Uh, we, of course, play bingo and other fun games, too, that they just really enjoy. Um, but we have crafts and other fun activities as well.
0: Is there an opportunity for a young person that's maybe interested in geriatrics to volunteer?
2: Oh, absolutely. Um, we always take into consideration volunteers, um, and we utilize them in a lot of different areas, whether it's helping us um, in the dining room, helping out with landscaping, um, doing manicures um, on the clients, arts and crafts, different things. So. Um, yeah, we have a lot of volunteers. We are very excited when we get volunteers in the center, um, and the clients really enjoy having um, the new faces around.
0: I, I mean, there's, there's m- just multiple evidence in the medical literature that socialization really continues to benefit people, even if they're not somebody that's perhaps historically social. We know that from the hospice literature that patients that can no longer eat you still need to put them at the supper table so they that socialization, that bonding with their family. Because if you take them out of that, it, it just increases the situational depression, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Would I have to have dementia to be there? Or could I just I'm just can't be left alone, which some weekends that is the that is what my wife would say, that can't be left alone. So th- so just just a need.
2: Right. Yeah. Um we serve anybody who is 18 years or older that has cognitive or physical disabilities. So what that includes is Um, Really, a lot of people. So, we have those clients that have dementia, Parkinson's disease, post stroke. Um, We also have clients with intellectual disabilities, um, brain injuries, um, and some with chronic mental illness as well. Um, So, if there's a need for them to come, they're more than welcome to come. And, like I said, we also have some clients that um, just can't really access the community on their own um, and want to get out and socialize and they're living by themselves. Um, So, they come to the center for that socialization.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. Is there a cost?
2: Yes, yes, okay. there is a cost. So, um, depending on how long the clients are there for the day, kind of determines what the rate is. Um, so, right now, it's between forty-five and sixty-five dollars, um, depending on the amount of time that participant is there. Um, so, it's very reasonable when you it's compared to other services that are out there.
0: I mean, honestly, that's about what you'd pay if you hired a babysitter mm-hmm. to come in and sit, sit, you know, with the loved one. Right. I right. mean, really, you know, for all day, that mm-hmm. that's about what you pay there, and you don't get the arts and craft, and the wonderful people that you guys are.
1: And the nursing services that go along with it. Uh, We can also do different therapies at the center as well. Uh, We have certified nurses' aides and universal workers along with the nursing staff that can do different kinds of exercises that maybe a PT or OT or speech therapist have recommended them to do at home. Uh, So our staff goes ahead and does that with them to keep them um, active and working on those skills that they need to improve on
0: well it sounds sounds like it's just not a uh, a group of older people sit around watching murder she wrote on uh, no. tbs or something like that it's actually very engaging and and active which is which is outstanding if there's one thing that you could tell me about the uh i'm gonna just keep calling that daycare i apologize day center what, what would you tell what would you want people to know about your facility facilities
1: we offer a lot of different opportunities and although we are with aging services, we serve so many more. Um, like Joni said, 18 and older. And people always wonder, how do you make that work with the many different types and ages of folks that we serve? And it just does. We kind of become a family yeah, in a sense. Um, the older individuals will help the younger ones and vice versa. Um, and they really get to know each other. Uh, and have fun and grow and develop together.
0: That is pretty neat, yeah. It's nice to have a good story every now and then, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. In the past I had, uh, it was a a husband who cared for his wife with very progressed dementia. And after the free visit day, uh, he came in and, and they enrolled into the center. And she came a few days a week, but he shared with me one day, he said, that first day, I had such a hard time. It was just like dropping my child off at kindergarten sure. for the first time. And as he drove up the hill from the Cedar Rapids Center, he, he said, I almost turned around, but I didn't. I kept going. And it was a blessing for him to know that she was being cared for.
0: That's that that's a good story. I'm This this kind of an upbeat podcast. Not that the others aren't, but this really... Kind of makes you feel warm inside about this, and that people are are good people in the end of the day. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll give you some feedback. Twenty five years in practice, as far as those spouses, it, I've seen that happen so many times where I take care of the husband, get him through his Parkinson's, passes away. Then I realized that Louise, his wife, hasn't seen a doctor in fifteen years because she was always bringing him to the mm-hmm. doctor, you know. And then, so here is this person that, that now becomes my patient that I've been seeing for fifteen years, but I never stopped to say, well, who do you see, you know? So I, I would definitely put that as part of your regime to uh, get, get those people to see their uh, physicians and um, take care of themselves.
1: Absolutely. To do a better job and
0: take care of loved ones.
1: We do that through our caregiver support groups as well. Uh, we offer at all of our centers a caregiver support group. So that way the caregivers can come in too and get that support that they need. Um, the staff as well gets to know them very well. Right. Um, offers them the support that they need, make sure that they're taking care of themselves too, encouraging them to go to those doctor appointments, get their hair done, get the groceries and things that they need while their loved one is at the Adult Day Health Center.
2: You know, this
0: is really great information. I, th- I think one of the things that I've come to appreciate about the Abbey Health is every time we have someone come in, there's just something positive about it that it's kind of a best-kept secret, really, in the community. I don't think a lot of people understand the the services provided by Abby. Uh, same with the the cancer center. Every time that they come in to do a podcast with me, yeah, I'm just amazed that that this, these services are being provided and uh it makes me feel good about the team that I'm on, quite honestly. So uh thanks so much for taking the time to talk about this again. That was Joni Thompson and Amber Franzen with Abby Aging Services. For more information, visit unipointorg Health. Thank you for listening to Live Well Talk on If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.